It's that time again, listeners. Another episode of I Don't Have Time to Game Anymore. We're your hosts. I'm David Fendelsky, and I'm joined by the springtime flower. The man with all the power. He loves a golden shower. It's Jay Francis George. All right, Jay. <laughs> Another springtime reference. You yeah. had that in the last one well, as it's well. St- it, it's still spring, isn't it? So it's relevant. Until the end of the season. And for the listeners, do you love a golden shower? No, no. But I will say, guess what, Dave? What? I've got one for you. <laughs> I thought it was you've about got, time. Oh, you've got one for me. Introducing the Game Pass Keeper, <laughs> the Naan Bread Eater, <laughs> and the Doom Beater, yes, David yes, Fendelsky. Yes. Ooh, doom, 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 boom, doom. <laughs> Victory lap. Doom, shake, shake, shake the doom. Um, I was going to ask you to do a little drum roll, please, before I, I announce that news, but you've, you've sort of let the cat out of the bag now. The cat's fucked off. <laughs> He's gone. Listeners, I've been rambling on for weeks about my never-ending quest to... Weeks? Months? <laughs> yes, it's been since... Um, yeah, doom, it's done. It's done. Done and dusted. It's been deleted from my hard drive. You know that feeling, right, Jay? Game's done. Yeah. Not only have you completed Doom. Oh, it's a, double, gonna... it's a double celebration, listeners. A double celebration. <laughs> a double fisting of celebrations. Um, Just as David Fandalski was looking at what game to play next, mm-hmm. a bountiful spread presented itself to him. Yeah, it's like I found like a chest in Zelda just in the bottom of the sea and I pulled it out and it was like, you know, a special ability. I... <laughs> I... <laughs> It's the master sword. It's the master, just, just straight off the bat. Uh, I have managed, listeners, to obtain a uh, Xbox Series X. Come on, Jay, where's the, where's the whoop, whoop, whoop? Well, I don't know. It's more like a, like a whoop, you know, like a yeah. But what that does slow mean, whistle. What that does mean, listeners, is this podcast now has now access to, to both next-gen consoles. Things are about to get interesting. As a gaming podcast, I think, you know, that's a, definitely a step in the right direction if we want to, you know, keep informed with, yeah. with the latest games. Yeah, and- I was going to say, if for you and I playing together, it will become a little bit more difficult. But for the listeners, uh, we will be a better podcast for it. Yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, you're on the xbox train i think as soon as the new halo comes out i can't imagine you resisting too long unless it bombs yeah it's gonna be hard for it to bomb isn't it they're not gonna let it no that's my hope they're not gonna let it bomb you know we've already said bill gates has been livid numerous times and he's not gonna let this one (laughs) slide down the swanee um but yeah so doom done and it was such a weird moment where like i was i've you know it's one of those i I think I spoke about it before where it was the boss and then oh, that I thought it was the end and there was more and they just kept on adding more and more. And then I, I was at the, the, the last bit and I knew it was the last bit because I finally went on and checked because I was fed up of them adding stuff on. And I think it was just about before we were about to play Halo. I thought I'll have a cheeky go at Doom and, I, and then I ended up texting you saying, you know, I'm about to do it. Just give me five. And it was, it was definitely um, a squeaky bum time at the end where, you know, when you're down on your, your, your health and you know the boss is also down on his health. Your, your usual tactics sort of go out the window and like as soon as you see him like so close to being defeated i went you know you go a bit rogue and i just like ran towards him just firing all my guns just hoping to finish him off before he killed me and to be honest it, it was a it was a strategy that nearly backfired but in the end yeah done. Well, i like to think that i contributed in a small way to that because the, the pressure of me being on standby waiting to play with you might have given you that extra yeah it was a bit know. of extra oomph like that 
like a king rising into battle. Yeah, and then I was, I was so happy when it was done then. Not that it's a bad game. I loved every minute of it, but it's nice to be able to think about a fresh experience. And, you know, talking about fresh experiences, I have already even dabbled in a few just to, you know, dip my toes in the water. Actually, before I, I managed to get an Xbox, I tried out a bit of control. Mm-hmm. Tried out a bit of control, Jay. I know you um, completed that. I will say, I think it's definitely a bit choppy on the original Xbox. Yeah. It's probably a valid title for us to briefly talk about, considering yeah. that it is, for us, a relatively new game. It only came out a couple of years ago. No, maybe one year ago. Yeah, but like they, brought the, they brought the remastered version out right recently, which was yeah, which, which is what you played. But you wouldn't have been playing the remastered version if, if you decided to just grab it on Game Pass for the Xbox One. No, would you? No, but you've completed the remastered version. Yeah, but what I was going to say to you was. The original on the Xbox One, I probably wouldn't have bothered with at all, having completed it. I think there is definitely some novelty factor in having it on uh, cutting-edge tech. Yeah. The new generation, but I wouldn't have bothered on the last gen. Yeah, I mean, my brief time with it, I've played about an hour, or hour and a half. I mean, I could see what what you're saying, because the best fun I had was basically using some of my powers to smash up the environment. And... That was fun, yeah. but, you know, I guess on next-gen consoles, that 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 destruction is going to be that little bit more pretty and, and you know, and, and smoother. Um, what did get on my nerves, I don't know if the, if you found this, was all the bloody... Like, it's such an old system, and I always wonder why the developers leave her in there, which is the, the constant need to pick up stuff and read documents and notes, and half of it is bollocks, like the security guard's clocked off for his his late night shift to eat a mince pie or something like that like rubbish absolute rubbish i agree and i don't know where have we gone from bioshock where i love the fact that you could just click on a a pickup and it would just you know it'd be like an audio diary right and i like that yeah it was just enough filler to like like i'm guessing they're doing it to bulk up the you know the 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 environment the the, story yeah the story and give you give you some background to it but it's just too much to read i haven't got i haven't got fucking time to do it one thing i noticed on control is there are some audio tapes but what happens is you start playing them and then when you sort of leave the environment so you maybe wander over to the next room the audio is continuing from that physical location so it sort of fades out when you're running away from it and i wish it would just stay with you as the character i'm quite happy to listen to the little audio snippets i find them quite interesting while you while you're wandering around the environment but to have it stop you doing things i think is is totally one old school just feels lazy um, I don't know if it's like it kind of been a budget thing. I mean, you know, remedy. No, I, right. I think they've got some. I think they've got some writers sort of hanging around with nothing to do, and they're just writing memo bollocks and, and right. stick it in the game. It'd be better off just getting those said writers and just having them talk. You know, just just giving it a whirl because half the time I think I'm probably missing out on some random secret that might be hidden in in one of the documents. Sometimes, You're like, not. Oh, you know, this is oh, this is a security room, and here's the, the, the you know, here's the code to the security room. I I'm not going to read. I'm not going to go out of the game. Because you have to pause it and then like go into the documents and read it, and it's just bullshit. I tried to stick to it for a couple of hours, maybe, and as soon as I stopped bothering to read the notes, it became a much more enjoyable game. You know what? As well, like just thinking about it now, even games like Doom didn't have a lot of um, basically, you know, it didn't have a, it did have some pickups for like background story. Never read any of it, but like even stuff like 
which I found useful in Doom was um, every time you encountered an enemy, there'd be like a log for the enemy weak points. It'd be cool if just on yeah. the screen, they just showed you a quick like, you know, hologram of the enemy and just like highlighted their weak points there and then and, and talked about what they're, you know, instead of like stopping the game and like taking you out of the experience. Do you remember in Metroid, you used you to scan. have to scan them for yeah. their weaknesses? That was pretty good, right? Because it didn't tell you there and then. I wasn't sure. Did you have to go into the... Although saying that, I think metroid wouldn't survive a a current day experience because i remember with metroid you had to scan and read everything yeah but i think you're right in that bioshock sort of had a nice happy medium it was a a really rich detailed world but there was no interruption of flow right well you know let's move on from there now there's a lot of things to get through initially because we've i feel like we've played a few games this this month and talking about rich environments we've definitely talked about it on this pod numerous times but it is come of the hour soon is resident evil eight right eight yeah eight the village the village the village the village i know we've gone about the village before but uh, the reason i wanted to touch on it is didn't you play wasn't there a new demo released yeah the timed demo where you had like one evening to play it yeah I didn't play it, but I tell you what, yeah, I watched, I've been watching preview after preview, especially now I've got my Xbox. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm like a rabid dog waiting to chew this bone. I'm just hoping it's a bone that gets a nine or a ten. <laughs> <laughs> a very good bone. <laughs> a very good bone. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love a good you know, bone. <laughs> yeah, you, you've had a bit of the, the marrow in the bone with the demo. <laughs> just going, what, um, what have you made of that, that demo marrow? Uh, so the second demo, because the first demo was a, a presentational demo with no combat. The second demo was mostly about, well, combat. It was good. It didn't quite impress me so much as the first demo. Right. In what way? The spectacle way or just the gameplay? The combat Mm. was... I'm unsure about it. For example, like the presentation, like the first person view and things like that was in the first demo was great. And I, I thought they made a good decision with that. Whereas the combat, I'm a bit like, hmm, you come up against one enemy in the new demo. Yeah. And they're kind of like this zombie monkey, like <laughs> ape kind of person. Well, at least it's, yeah, it's um, Are they fast? No, they're quite slow. The whole game feels quite very deliberately, not slow, but you feel sort of the weight of every footstep, yep. which is really nice. A little bit like Res 4 was like that, yep. where there was a sort of controlled pace to it. But these the enemies I played in the, the demo were, I don't know, they just didn't quite capture my imagination. Having said that, I'm still very much not making a judgment on it yet because, as you say, some of the videos that have been released... yeah make it look very good they've compared it a lot to res 4 like the environment and like the action side of things and then they've also compared it to the recently the the previous one which i didn't get around to playing it's on game pass actually but the res 7 one they said it's a good mix of survival horror and the action of res 4 so i mean looking at the videos and and you've got the what's the name Madam Dimitrescu, right? Dimitrescu? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. Stalking you all the time. A bit like, there's always someone stalking you in Res. I feel like they have to have it in their, their, it's in their genes to have someone stalking you, but they have her stalking you around the mansion. And they said as well in the, in the video previews that there's a lot more in different environments, but it definitely looks something that could be very special, you know, that hasn't been seen in the Res franchise since Res 4. Yeah. The other thing about Res, you know, as we're talking all things Res, did you see the Res 4 VR game that's coming out for Oculus Quest 2? <sighs> yeah, I feel like they've remade Res 4 about five different times yeah. because I originally played it on the Wii. That's I didn't right. even play it on the GameCube. Yeah, you, did you have the motion controls? 
Yeah, with the Wiimote was used to aim. I thought that was great. I still don't understand why they abandoned the Wiimote. I don't understand that. I thought it was a great way of doing first-person shooter or third-person shooter. There we go, Nintendo. Listen to Jay Moore and good things will happen. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're doing okay with the Switch. They're doing okay. That actually ties quite nicely. There's that, there was actually quite a lot of different stories. I had trouble whittling them down like a like a fat piece of wood into smaller chunks for us to discuss. But I did, whittle I did. And um, moving on. <laughs> does, does everything need to be accompanied yeah, it with a does. metaphor? It oh. does. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. You talk about Nintendo. It's not really a story, but it's just a few things that have... Co- yeah, I suppose it is a story. Did you know for a start, and this leads on to the story, so it's not a random fact, did you know that the guy who replaced Reggie, do you know his name? You know, Nintendo Reggie. <laughs> um, no, no, which, which, which means to say that he doesn't have a personality because Reggie was... <laughs> Reggie. Larger than life. The, the guy who replaced Reggie, and I thought it was a joke, I thought you're taking the piss, right, is Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. Yeah, that's like a stage name. Like, did he go into the interview with that name? Just thinking, you know, did they uh, yeah, did they just hire him because his, his last name was Bowser? I mean, that would be a very short-sighted appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to apply to, uh, I'm gonna apply to, 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 to Capcom of, from Jay Kennedy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, David God of War is my name. <laughs> I'm going to go to that. Pronoun- Davos. It's pronounced David Godawa. It's like all one word. Godawa. <laughs> Godawa. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll get Polish. Doug. I'm sure Doug, you know, has more in his locker than is just his his last name. But you know, it was a weird. Is that co- the story? No, it was a weird coincidence because I noticed there was a there was actually two Nintendo are fucking suing everyone. Um, they actually sued a guy who's called Gary Bowser. What do you mean they they can't sue him for his name? No, not for his not for his name. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they're, they're trying to wipe out all the Bowsers from existence. Doug's like there can only be <laughs> there can only be one Bowser. You sir need to change your name. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, we found the Gary Bowser, and he, Doug's like get rid of get, get rid of him. Oh um, no, a guy called Gary Bowser has been like um, apparently he leads a, a team of hackers, and Nintendo um, filed a lawsuit against him, and he's actually been arrested and charged for um, he apparently runs an international pirate ring that sells Nintendo Switch hacking devices. It, I didn't even know. It, it, I guess it's still a thing. I remember back in the day on PS1 and PS2, there was a lot more, oh, you can get a pirate version of this game or that game. Hmm. Do you even hear about anyone buying pirated games anymore? Like, I don't I, I, I guess on the internet. I kind of thought the whole subscription model, the way it's going is trying to eliminate that. I remember you could hack the PS1. Right. I remember you could like switch a disc and, oh, and trick it. Do you remember our Xbox? Our Xbox 360? Was it an yes. Xbox? Ex- <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox. It was the original Xbox. Yeah, we got we got yeah, we won't mention no names, right? But um we'll call it <laughs> we'll call him Dodgy Dodgy Darren. Got us um uh, a chipped Xbox, right? Yeah, we used to get- He's good at the blockbuster, rent every game into the sun, and then just it had like a, a hard drive. He downloaded the hard drive. Yeah, right? it had a built-in hard drive, and you could rip the disc that you put in it. So you put a game in it, and it would copy it onto the hard drive, and then yeah, you could just boot right. it from the hard drive. So we used to, yeah, go down to blockbuster, <laughs> rent like their entire catalog, load them up. 
and they wonder why they went bust. We just rent them once, and then just you know, everyone was just renting. Nothing them. to do with us, though. No, 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 no. We were gifted the Xbox. We, yeah, we didn't, we didn't pay any. Yeah. The good old days. I mean, I forgot about that until now. Great. Um, the other thing about Bowser Central, but there was actually another um, lawsuit that Nintendo filed. I'm just going to send you a link now and see what you make of this. Uh, you know, just get your, your initial reactions on on um, audio. I've just seen I've just seen two screenshots pop up and one of them is definitely not for public consumption with that Dave I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go and get a beer you need a stiff drink after watching that and then you can explain to the listeners what your eyes have have seen okay I'll be back suspense so I'll tell the listeners you know first of all (laughs) I don't even know where to begin with that Okay. First of all, do you see it? You don't really see a much much genitalia in games, do you? Really? No. Is it a you know what? What do you think the reason reason for that is? Like you don't see well, Nathan then... Drake, Nathan Drake's bulge, or is it a pixel thing? They they don't want to waste pixels on it. <laughs> I don't think it's that. <laughs> I mean, there's no erotic games. There's no like a uh, no game in erotica. Although there are more sex scenes in, in games these days. Right. I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, no. but there is one in um there's one in The Last of Us Two. Uh, uh like a bit of a raunchy raunchy, raunchy num- scene. Raunchy number. But it's very well done, very tastefully done. So so what I've sent to Jay but, what I've like sent this. to Jay is something that looks like um an erect penis with balls and a, and, a, and some sort of like um ball ring. No. Cock ring? Cock ring. Yeah. Cock ring. It's not a real one. It, it is um an artist's impression. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the gist of it is Nintendo, this guy creates uh, body parts for game characters. And this guy created a Bowser cock and balls that people could, like, yeah. you know, add it onto their own, I guess, um, so it's got, designs. It's got, like, spikes um, around the genitalia. <laughs> uh, a bit like, you know, Bowser's back with his turtle shell back with the, the spikes. And then the cock ring is, like, a spiked black right. ring so the reason i wanted it, that that was this is um part of another nintendo lawsuit where they asked basically asked because it was part of his patron this guy's patron yeah. his name is akko arcade he's a 3d modeler and he makes different okay. art sources um for download and they basically got in touch with patron and asked them to basically they wanted to take it down <laughs> because they said it <laughs> it was a copyright claim it's an interesting one right i don't know yeah yeah, so if you're thinking of drawing any genitalia, just don't do it Nintendo, because Nintendo seems to have their finger on the no, pulse. they'll have you. <laughs> they'll have you. Next thing I wanted to mention is I noticed, talking of different, you know, patents and stuff like that, well, we didn't talk about patents, but whatever, um, PlayStation have actually recently filed for a patent that has a concept for uh, basically AI that could be trained to play games, basically taken over from you. If you're playing a game and you wanted to step away for a bit, this this AI would have would have observed your playstyle and it would take over for you, from you and just you know play on your behalf. Why? It, they're saying it's for people who couldn't maybe complete a certain area on their own. Right. So what? It observes your playstyle, but it makes it better so that you <laughs> right, can it has to make yet. it better, right? Because otherwise, you just have someone <laughs> just keeps on losing for you. Yeah. Which, which wouldn't be that fun. Uh, would you would you use that personally, Jay? No. Would you I, feel I like, don't. Would you feel a bit? You know, would it would it be a hollow? You know, if you completed a game, would that be a hollow victory for you? Well, things have changed if you think about it. So a good example is 
these days you pretty much have unlimited continues when when you die at a, a certain point yeah. and checkpoints are more generous than they used to be yep so i can understand it up to a certain point but just to not be able to get past a certain you know something i, yeah. I think is i don't think it's for us no but i guess if someone really wants to like you know because i guess there must be so many people who just leave games because they get to a certain point and it's like fucking hard and they just you know they don't get to experience the entire game because there's always like some in some games there's always like one point you can remember where this is difficult even for like i remember the last of us had one you were in a shed and it was pretty difficult. They were all like coming at you, and you had to quickly shed. You, you were in a shed in the first. Oh, last of us. you were like it was quite difficult. Uh, you know, it wasn't. Me- yeah, you were stuck with yeah. the the guy, the weird guy. Yeah, that's right. There's there's always like little bits like that that it might it's not it might even be near the end of the game. You know, it could even be near the, the the beginning where you start out, and then all of a sudden you come to something. And I think they're trying to target people from that perspective. Okay, I can understand it. And it's not something I would use personally. Well, they say the, they say the Peyton Eva mentions a potential use for the AI in competitive multiplayer games, which I wouldn't see how that would work. You know, if it's just basically watching a bot play as you. But I mean, lots of people watch other people play games, like on Twitch and things. Something that is beyond me. It makes me feel old when I see this stuff. I'm like, I, I don't understand it. Why would you want to watch someone else do something? I don't understand it. It's true. So not for us. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Is not for me. Okay, moving on, moving on. And there's a few, actually, few, few topics there. So we might go a bit over than usual. But days gone. We spoke about this before. Do you remember? I think we might have touched upon the fact that they pitched for a sequel, and it didn't. Yeah, and they got shot down. PlayStation just wanted more of The Last of Us, didn't they? I don't think it sold as well, like sales wise. I read that the creator of yes um, yes is this yeah, yeah is this what you're gonna say he was bemoaning he was to PlayStation limited. saying that saying that basically it didn't sell well because the marketing wasn't great but the reality is well yeah marketing does help things but it wasn't a very well reviewed game either no you know I haven't bought it well, yeah actually it's free on PS Plus but I haven't played it because it's not supposed to be particularly good so well. I take that with a pinch of salt, his moaning. Yeah, well, that's actually a different story. But what <laughs> the one the the quote that I picked up upon was there was a he's actually left the studio now. A director by the name of John Garvin. He was on a particular podcast. Good riddance. <laughs> he, was, he was on a particular. He did nothing. He was on a particular podcast, and he was ranting about the fact that because he was complaining that it didn't get a sequel. He said because there were certain people who played the game who wanted a sequel, and they were complaining there wasn't another sequel. And he said players. Mm. Players shouldn't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if they, in quotes, didn't buy it at full fucking price. He was basically going on about having a go at people who buy games, I guess, secondhand or, you know, on the cheap, saying if they... But that made... wasn't the problem, though. He's, he's, saying, he's saying if they want to support the studio, they should buy it for full price. I kind of get his complaint, but the way I feel about you know, it you, is... Because you, you, buy, you buy secondhand games, right, Jay? No, I do the opposite. I buy brand new games, but then I sell them. So, oh, so I basically contribute you're, you're to feeder, that. You're a feeder to his, his, um, his complaints. Yeah. I still pump a lot of money into the game industry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. But my, my feelings are that there are lots of these game developers that are very arrogant and have these egos, right? Yeah. But if you're going to shoot your mouth off... <laughs> Make sure you can back it up. Yeah. And he can't back it up because Days Gone is not going to be supposed to be very good. You know, like the Joseph guy from 
Hazelite that made It Takes Two. And yeah. do you remember, like, he was mouthing off yeah. about people not completing his games. Yeah. But he had the cojones to back it up because It Takes Two is great. Yeah. Whereas and, Days and, Gone is uh, just really average. Not, so shut up. Right. And me and Jay are playing way out as well. And that's pretty average as well. So, you know, you make, you make a quality game and it'll sell. So <laughs> regardless of whether it's fucking full price. Okay. So... Two quick stories before we call it a day, Jay. I want to get your thoughts on Ubisoft making... They're actually making Assassin's Creed children's books with um, the son of the person... Fucking hell. They'll stop at nothing to milk the Assassin's Creed (laughs) franchise, will they? They're actually working with the people who create uh, Mr. Men to create... I'm surprised they're not making dildos. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what, what, Assassin's Creed dildos? Yeah, with a spike that comes at the end. <laughs> if you were sexually dissatisfied, <laughs> you'd release, release the dagger. And then jump, yeah, then jump, out, jump, jump out your window into a crate of hay. <laughs> but he's, they're actually working with the Mr. Men people who made Mr. Men. So you'd be able to follow Mr. Ezio. That doesn't make sense to me because Assassin's Creed, it's about blood and violence and murder. I think they're going to leave that out. The blood, the blood and violence. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna uh, just be a Mister Man with a hood on. Uh, yeah, it? maybe he climbs up towers. You know, like to go up the top. You know, he climbs up the top and then just jumps in the hay. All right, so I uh, yeah, I'm definitely not buying those books for my kids. The last story before we have to call it a day, listeners, and I, I apologize, we are going through these stories quite quickly, but there was actually quite a lot of content this month. Time Splitters Two. So do you know there was yeah. actually um, in the works a 4K port of it? Uh, I did hear about that. Wasn't it buried in some yes. code or something? Yes, it was buried in the, the code of a game called, I don't know if you remember it, Homefront. It was like an average rated uh, shooter. An average rated shooter. No. Um, why did they do I that? Because that's quite a lot that. of work. Right, like why would you hide it? A game. Why would you hide, why would you make Time Splitters 2 in 4K and then hide it? It doesn't make sense. Like were they trying to release maybe DLC or something? I don't get it. I know Time Splitters was fondly remembered, but I don't really think it gets or it has too much credit for what it deserves. You think you think you think it has too much credit? Yeah, it was decent, but it wasn't Goldeneye or Perfect Dark. Yeah, you know? maybe it was a time when um, I, the, the multiplayer was fun. I'll give them that. The the the, the single player mm. was average, but the multiplayer, I, I would back that. Um, you know what's supposed to be um, influenced a lot by Time Splitters well, is. Deathloop is supposed to be really influenced there's by a, it. There's a game called Deathloop? You don't hear the Deathloop? No. It's one of PlayStation's AAA titles. They've been bigging it up for ages. Oh, it's coming out. It's not out then. It's coming out. It's coming out. But curiously enough, the studio that makes it is owned by Bethesda. So a lot of people were wondering. Ah. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be ported to the Xbox maybe, I don't know, next year or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Xbox will tell them to just give them all the interns to work on Deathloop. <laughs> it turns out dog shit. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, but the, 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 with the time splitters thing, apparently it was in the game and there was a cheat code to unlock it, but the, the, the guy who made it forgot it and it's just lost. What? Yeah, he forgot the cheat code. There was a cheat code to like unlock it. Like, I don't know why he doesn't have a backup or, or like, you know, something somewhere that he goes, oh, here's the game. Like, did he just chuck it in the game and said, you know, there's the cheat code and then he just went out one night got battered and he can't remember it anymore wow he's got he's got some issues <laughs> okay and with that listeners um we are coming to the end now of our podcast we hope you enjoyed it um oh before we go jay i just want to ask you one quick question david's last question um there's a new book out called ask iwata he's the um nintendo um he's a legendary ceo of nintendo and his book's called ask iwata words of wisdom so will you buy this book jay 
considering I don't know who he is, then no. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there we go. Is it a book? Yeah, apparently. How can you ask him stuff through a book? It, well, it's, it, I don't understand. I don't know if that's the name of his book. He's decided to ask Iwata words of wisdom from Satoru Iwata. So he's basically... Well, he thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they called him the legendary CEO. So, okay, Jay will not be buying that book. How can the listeners get hold of us, Jay, if they um, wish to do so? Well, we've now officially got a new website. I think we talked about it on the last show. Yeah. We've sort of rebranded ourselves. It looks great. Thanks. I was going to say, we're now going to be called IDX for short as a sort of riff on I don't have time to game anymore. The X being like, stop, don't have time. And we sort of like the idea, didn't we, Dave? Because there's lots of three letter things around like N64, PS3, IDX. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it sort of flowed off the, the tongue and, I, you know, it was a bit more snappier, I guess, than I can't even remember. <laughs> IDHTTGA. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're now going to be called IDX for short. Yeah. But we still are, yeah. I don't have time nothing's, to game anymore. Nothing's changed. There's, there's been no takeover. We haven't been bought out or anything. Um, and you'll still Not have yet. the same quality content every month, right, Jane? Correct, <laughs> correct. So, <laughs> so you can contact us at IDXTTGA on Twitter, or you can give us a review on iTunes. No, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple, you can yeah. give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Help us rise up those ranks, right, Jane? We've actually got, I think, five reviews, which is pretty good. So good, we want to increase that. But you can also visit the website at I don't have time to game anymore.com if you want to view an archive of the, of the podcast. And it's quite some archive. Okay, uh, listeners, until next month, it's goodbye from me, David Fandalski, and goodbye from. <laughs> Why are you saying goodbye from me? I can't speak. And it's a woof woof from me, Jay George. <laughs> See you later, <laughs> listeners. Bye bye. <laughs>